Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Everything Vibe. Got another game talk for you today. I am Zane here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going great. How are you? Doing good. Well, it looks like you and I both have a busy morning, so let's just jump straight into it. Uh, I usually kick it off, but I'm going to have you go first today. Uh, you played a couple games this week. Which one? Uh, let's do. Let's do Pearl first. Sure. So, so both of the both of the, the titles or experiences I'm going to be talking about today, I wouldn't characterize so much as games, um, but they're both you know they're both VR experiences of, of a sort. Uh, this first one, Pearl isn't even really an interactive experience per se. It's a little interactive and I'll get into that in a bit. Um, but it's more of a, of a passive, but very cool VR experience. So it was uh, developed as a uh, 360 Google spotlight story. And it, as far as I'm aware, it exists both, both on the Google VR, on the Google VR platform, as well as, uh, as well as the Vive. So it was, I actually found out about it through Viveport. It was a Vive develop, Developer Award nominee. And it's directed by Patrick Osborne, who I believe is an Academy Award winner. Uh, he had directed a, a Disney short called Feast. And that's how I would kind of explain uh, Pearl as an experience. It's almost like a short, a short feature film, kind of like, a, like one of the shorts that Pixar would put together. It's it's based around music, and you're following uh, a father and his daughter as they grow up over time uh, as as kind of road musicians, and it's and it's just very very interesting. Um, it's a very emotional piece, and you are basically a passenger in a car with them as they kind of go through their their road trip of life. I guess you would call it because I mean it starts off with just the father, and then it eventually expands to the daughter, and you see her kind of grow up and experience. And it's all it's all put to music. And at the end, you know, you kind of have that. You know, you you kind of see where everything's progressed with with the two of them, and how and and how their lives have both revolved around. I would say music, and also around the car and their guitars, and, and a couple of other things. So it was just it was really neat. Um, I thought. The animations were great, and uh, the reason I wanted to showcase this on today's podcast was because I thought it was it was probably one of the best narrative driven short experiences that I've seen um, in in VR so far. Uh, just it shows you what can be done with talented directors and talented artists um, in this space. I did feel like I, you know, I. It, because it was not really a room scale experience, it was more probably initially designed for, uh, you know, uh, like a, a Google Cardboard type experience or something like that. Um, I did get a little bit, I didn't feel so great near the end of it just because I'm not used to sitting in one space uh, with, with the Vive on and kind of, you know, experiencing stuff that way. I like to move around more. Uh, so that was one. That, but I think anyone that's, more used to, you know, sit down experiences or, or even the Oculus Rift will be, will be pretty used to that. And I think it's, it's free. So I, I'd recommend everybody definitely, definitely, definitely check it out. And it's, it's an alternative. I think it hits a pretty good medium between, you know, what I consider uh, not to be great VR experiences with most 360 videos 
and this type of, of, of content where it's actually modeled in 3D, at least on the Vive it is, and it's, it's modeled really well. Everything is, everything looks great. And, and most importantly, it's, it's the story at the end of the day that you remember when you try it out. So, um, the reason, the reason that, that, that Pearl kind of stuck with me even after, you know, uh, experiencing, you know, the next game that I'm going to talk about or the next experience, um, the story and the emotions that I felt with Pearl kind of hit me, uh, the hardest. And that's what, that, that what, that's what good storytelling is all about. So. Cool. I, well, so you said this one's animated then, right? Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's, it is see like, I mean, it is computer graphics, but it has a very like Disney Pixar ish art style to it. And it is like, it is cartoonish. So it, it reminds me, like I said, I know it's, it's probably more on the Disney front since I don't, I don't believe it was done in conduct- conjunction with, uh, with either of them actually. But, but like I said, the director, Patrick Osborne has experience directing, uh, Disney shorts at the very least. I don't know his full background, but, um, so it, it reminds me, it, it reminds me a lot of those, those short Pixar films actually where feature films where, you know, you have a 10 minute or so, um, kind of animation that gets a feeling across or, or a basic motif. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, cause I remember I, I actually talked about all you met, which is another animated feature uh, a couple weeks ago and I'm, I'm curious to see how this one compares to that because I think that one originally came out for Oculus uh, way back okay. at the beginning of this year so this one will be cool to check out I'll make sure to, to add it to the docket yeah but it, it's free and, and like I said the only thing you have to keep in mind is I didn't see it in Steam you have to actually go to Viveport and download it through there oh interesting but, it, but it's but okay. it's free so it, it's it is free so once you once you set up the Viveport stuff, it, it's pretty easy to get. Cool. You know, I haven't explored Viveport as much as uh, as much as I've wanted to. I've been all over Steam, but I'm going to uh, to double back and check what yeah, what other experiences yeah. they have there. Both both of these actually were through Vive. The, I got them through Viveport because I got I got the next experience I'll be talking about um, when it was on sale at the at the Viveport launch. And actually, I mean, these are my first main uh, main titles that I've that I've used through Viveport, but Viveport seems pretty, pretty, pretty slick. It, it works. It works really well once you get everything actually running. So I'll, I'll have to show you if, if, if you're not able to kind of get it up and run, I'll, I'll show you through it. Cause it, it is worth definitely any Vive owners out there that haven't checked out Viveport yet. I, I think they, they showcase a lot of their titles pretty well and it, and it does work, work pretty fluidly. So cool. No, I'll, I'll definitely make sure to check that out this weekend. Um, awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see different mediums coming up because, uh, you know, again, this is just, it's all really cool and really relatively new right now. So, uh, well, speaking of something very new and very cool, uh, this has actually been exploding on the, on the Reddit forums for, for Vive. And I texted you about it yesterday, Ronnie, but Google Earth VR. And it sounds simple, but it's probably one of the best, if not the best experience I've had in VR so far. Wow. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about virtual tourism and like this is it. I mean, yeah, obviously you can add on to it, but I mean, just imagine Google Earth on your computer and then being able to be there in human scale or looking at something from bird's eye view or just being able to go anywhere in the world and experience it as if you're there. Um, you can and I, one of the one of the 
slickest features that I think, uh, which was totally unexpected, was you can control the time of day. You literally point your controller at the sun and you could be standing at like the Grand Canyon or on a beach in California or anywhere around the world. And then you can just drag the sun at any point uh, for the time of day. And you have a snapshot of like that place or that location for... anything it's 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 really incredible uh like it's it's hard to put into words um which is which is i guess common with a lot of these vr experiences but google earth you got to check it out man it's and it comes with like a bunch of different cinematic tours it has uh like pre-selected destinations already all around the world so i mean you can you can do those i've been exploring those but even more so like i have i have uh friends and family in different places around the world. And all I'm trying to do right now is I go and like literally stand outside their house or something, whether it's That's in so cool. Japan, Philippines, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's yeah. so cool to just like be there again. Like it's almost like reliving like my trips to different places around the world. How, how is it like, let's, cause I, I haven't tried it out yet. When you, when you do find a location, like let's say, you know, I found my, the house that I grew up in, uh, you know, on Google Maps or whatever. Um, once you get the once you get the the street level ground ground map, what does it look like, and how are you are you able to move around, or uh, what is it? What what what's it like? Yeah, no, you can move around like one hundred percent. I mean, so the uh, the movement it, it it's not like uh, it's not teleportation. So it mm-hmm. does it might give you a little motion sickness just to get used to in the beginning uh, sure. if you're just kind of moving along the world, but um, I, I would say some of the, some of the, I don't want to say animations, but some of the art or whatever it is, it's not fully rendered, at least not in my system. And I feel like okay. my, my, uh, my specs are pretty good. So I don't know if it's just a matter of they're, they're yeah. working on it, but you know, when you're standing like, so my, my favorite right now isn't necessarily on human scale. It's more so like Godzilla scale where I'm walking through, <laughs> like I'm walking through like downtown Chicago, the size of Godzilla. And like these, you know, the skyscrapers are as tall as I am, but I get to go down, go down the different streets, check out different things. And I'm doing that for every city right now because it's just, it's, it's an experience you'll never have in real life. So with VR, it kind of gives you that in real life places around the world. Well, that's really, yeah, I'm definitely, I was already going to download it when you had mentioned it, you know, the other day. Uh, But now I'm, I'm even more excited about it because I wasn't sure. I was just kind of picturing, you know, the the pulled out globe view and like all of that. Like I didn't really think about all the, the full potential of something like that in VR. Well, no, it's amazing because you can go from that full like globe view where you're rotating the globe to like find a different country around the world. And then you can literally zoom in as if you were like watching a computer screen, but this time like you're there, you zoom in all the way and then you can like, there's a, a function to like flip it so that you're not staring at it from bird's eye view and that you can actually be walking on the earth if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. And then you zoom in, you can continue to zoom in even more. And so it, it just, it gets down to the street level, which I think is incredible. That's awesome. And yeah, I mean, this is something, it's, it's a free thing offered by Google. And, you know, I, I would say grab it now. I don't think that Google would ever charge for it, but. Um, no, but, but just in case, I mean, yeah, like, like all titles that you see for free, you want to pick them up as soon as you can, because why not? <laughs> no, exactly. And well, the the only reason I said that is because I know um, Tilt Brush is there's a there's a price tag on that now, and I think that was free uh, initially, or maybe I just got it free with with the Vive. So yeah, I'm not sure. But that's I, okay. Well, good to know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like twenty thirty bucks right now. But Tilt Brush is a whole different uh, thing. Like I mean, Google Google Earth not non VR is free and probably will be free for 
forever. So I would assume that Google Earth VR would be would be free. But that being said, I mean, this is something where you can just get lost in it for hours. And it's not like necessarily replayability because you're not playing anything, but it's just cool to like virtual tourism. Like I said, just go check out different places around the, the world. Uh, and so mm. it's it's definitely going to be one of those, like you said, showcase pieces that I'm going to show to people who are first time viewers or even anybody that's like checked out the vibe and wants to come back and see something new. Like this is this is going to totally blow them away. Huh? That's really yeah, I, it's funny that that Pearl was also a Google project, and then you're mentioning this, and obviously there's still Brush and others. Yeah, I think Google's software uh, and VR has been pretty pretty impressive, especially on uh, on the other platforms. So I'm I'm glad that they're that they're sharing the love. No, absolutely. Well, I I, I don't. I'm curious to see what's going to come out for Pixel, just because. I mean, like you said, Google has some really cool applications out there right now. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they what they put out. I don't have a Pixel phone, and I just upgraded, so we'll have to see if <laughs> I get one in the future. But if they make it worthwhile, then you know, uh, might as well, right? Sure. So okay, well, moving on. Uh, let's do the the second uh, experience or game that you've been alluding to, La Perie. Sure. All right. So yeah. So the 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 next one that I wanted to talk about was called Firebird La Perie. And uh, it's been available on Steam for a while, but I actually picked it up uh, using Viveport because it was on sale during the Viveport launch. Um, but essentially, I mean, this is another really cool one. Um, it's more of an experience, so there is an interactive element. Oh, and I, I did I did mention briefly I was going to talk about an interactive element in Pearl. I'll kind of compare the two um, here a little bit. Um, so, so. Just to, just to back up a bit, for Firebird, La Perry, um, the Firebird kind of you know indicator there at the beginning of the title um, is an indicator of, of the series that this title is going to be a part of. So the developer is Interspace VR, and they're categorizing this series, the Firebird series, as being a Fantasia-inspired franchise, and they're basically trying to promote immersion yeah, in music through VR. So, so you know, La Perry is, is the first project that they've done under this Firebird brand. And I would imagine that they're working on others as well. Right now their website only shows uh, La Perry, um, but they have, you know, various tool sets that they are working on. And then, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping they're going to be working on more stuff soon. Um, but at any rate, La Perry is kind of focused around ballet, I would say. And I'm not sure exactly what the background is for the music, um, but I'd be interested. I know there's some behind-the-scenes uh, footage, either available in-game or online. I'm going to have to check that out soon. But um, essentially, you're being guided through a story um, that goes along with with kind of some kind of you know really beautiful music, visuals, and then and then dancing. I would say is is kind of the m- most striking part of it because. Um, there are characters within, within the experience that, uh, that, that do ballet dancing basically around the player and some other things. And, uh, I will say that, you know, I'm not, I don't know much about ballet and, and the art behind this game while incredible is not something I'm quite used to. So, so I don't know if I'll be describing it. Um, you know, it, it, giving it justice through my own descriptions, but I thought it was a really beautiful experience. 
Um, it was very atmospheric. I thought they did a great job of, of creating different environments that you'll kind of appear in and, and, and disappear out of um, throughout, throughout the songs. They kind of, you know, play different. It goes along with the narrative. I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, there's different, different sections throughout the narrative that lead up to kind of a, a finale. And then you get to make a decision. And throughout that, those experiences, you're able to kind of move about a little bit and, um, and chase down the interactive part. It is room scale. You do feel like you're in, in a place. And there's a few moments where you have to chase around objects and kind of, uh, hold them in certain ways with the, with the move or with the, the, the Vive controllers. And, uh, all that stuff is done really well. And I thought it really added to it. So, as opposed to Pearl, which was, you know, very stationary. You're just sitting there. Um, in this, you're standing, you're moving around, you're interacting a little bit with objects. And I, and for me, I thought, I thought that really, that helped. I didn't get any of that nausea feeling that I, I got with Pearl at all in this title. And the interactive elements did get me um, more involved, I thought. Um, the interactive parts in Pearl that I had mentioned before were more... I'm in line with how the story progresses. So uh, you weren't actually able to use the controllers or anything like that in Pearl. It was more along the lines of if you were moving um, your vision in the game and you focused on certain objects longer than others, that um, that sometimes the, the experience would kind of extend a little bit to let you um, take in some of the extra details. So that, that was the extent of the, the interactivity in Pearl. Um, but in this, you're actually, like I said, uh, working with uh, the, the the controllers and and other objects. So um, overall, I, I thought it was great. If it was if it was free, oh my gosh, it would be incredible. Well, you got it for a um, dollar, right? I got it for a dollar, which was man a steal. Um, that was during the, was, the launch of Viveport, I think. Yeah, exactly. Even if it was five bucks, I wouldn't hesitate to recommend it. The polish on this thing is really. Like you'll have to come check it out at my place sometime if you if you don't end up getting it yourself. But um, like I mean, just the way the graphics, the, the the sound, the like everything is produced very very well. So so on one hand, I understand why they have to charge, but for the length of time that you're able to experience this, I think ten dollars is a little much, and that's what it's going for right now in both Liveport and and Steam, as far as I know. So that that is a little bit much. I think if you like ballet, if you're if if you just if you know you're one of those people that just can't get enough of those short experiences that are done very well in VR, then this is something you might want to check out because like I said, I mean, it's it's second to none in terms of uh how the polish on this thing and how I mean, it does feel like the production values are worth the $10. I just think that it's just a little short and the replay value is going to be fairly limited. But Okay, but, uh, that's fair. Yeah, but but with that said, I mean, it, it is extremely well done. And I actually, after trying it, I went and signed up on, on Interspace VR's website uh, to, to get newsletters and such because I'm really interested to see when they when they release you know, their next projects because I, I, I was really impressed with this with this piece of work. So, all right, well, you know, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this and especially next week. I, I think next week's game talk episode, we'll have a lot of fun, maybe just diving through whatever is on sale on steam. 
mm-hmm. because I think there's well, like I mean, they usually have sales, and so with Black Friday being you know as big of a of a doorbuster as it is, uh, I'm hoping that maybe something like this will be on sale as well. Yeah, that would be amazing. So, all right, well, I got one more quick one for you. One is called Evolution VR. And if you've ever played the game Spore, which I haven't, uh, but I saw in the reviews that says this game is a tribute to to it. And the basic premise is that you're put into an alien world. It looks like you're underwater and you get to control your own little creature and you just have to work your way to the top of the food chain. And for every smaller animal you eat, you get to customize different body parts, adding on, uh, you know, fins to swim faster, adding on bigger mouths or beaks or something like that. Uh, so that you can eat animals or protect yourself from animals that try to attack you. And uh, it's it's definitely one of those games that kind of just came out of nowhere. It's free on Steam. Like, again, I like I will say I just go through and download every free experience that I can. Um, so it's it's it has more playability and more content, I feel, than a lot of the paid games that I've tried out there. And so this is just an easy one that I'd like to recommend because I got lost in it for about an hour yesterday after just downloading it randomly. And um, it's it's fun, and I think there's even more that I can do, you know, in just the hour that I played yesterday. So we'll definitely see. Um, I'm hoping that they'll add more to it. But if you're a fan of just a cool different type of experience, or if you've ever played Spore, uh, this is a cool game for you to check out. So you got anything else, Ronnie? No, that that's it. And actually, I, I'm definitely going to have to try that one out. That sounds really really cool. I, I didn't personally play Spore either. I mean, I know I know quite a bit about Spore because I remember I remember when that game came out and it was a little bit uh, different than what people were expecting. But still, the people that like Spore really like it. And kind of the aspects of 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 what you had played that connect to that sound really interesting. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah, just looking forward. Again, I have so many titles on my plate that I want to try out that. You know, hopefully next week I'll I'll be able to get to some more of those uh, VR Diner Duo, or yeah, I, I believe that's that's what it was called. I'm still really interested in looking in in, in looking into that um, and in a few other titles. I also saw that I don't know that that I'm gonna pick it up at this price point, but I noticed that Eve Valkyrie finally came out on sixty dollars, right? Yeah, like I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, ugh. And, and not that, I mean, I understand that some games are expensive and, and they're going to have to be full priced, but that game, I mean, Eve Valkyrie has been out on the Oculus for, you know, since launch. So we're talking about a title that isn't super brand new and, and I'm just not used to picking, I mean, now with Steam sales and everything, usually games drop in price a lot, a lot sooner than that. So, I'm hoping maybe that's a title to, you know, look out for and pick up at a at a lower price point. But I, I haven't I haven't gotten the chance to kind of see how it performs on the Vive yet or anything like that. I haven't really checked out the Steam reviews yet, so I, I will be looking into that just to see what people are saying about it there and on Reddit and whatnot. But uh, but yeah, I just that was something I noticed and and I'll at least keep my eyes open for. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll follow that. And, um, I mean, at some point, if the reviews are good enough and people are saying it's a good enough experience for that price point, then I think that uh, we'll, we'll have to jump in at some point just to give our thoughts. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, 
I mean, I still have Space Pirate Trainer. I, I don't know why I keep slacking on that game. I, I just keep finding other <laughs> other stuff to fill up my time. Like, well, Google Earth was one of those, like, as soon as I saw it on Reddit, I was like, okay, I need to, like, try this out. And then I got lost in it for a while during my during my Vive, dedicated Vive time. But um, I'll definitely get Space Pirate Trainer loaded up and uh, give a review of that. I know it's been out for a while, so I'm sure most people have it by now. But um, for those who don't, it'd be cool to just give... Uh, give our thoughts and give a little introduction and yeah. kind of game talk. No, and I'm interested, I'm definitely interested to see what your opinion is of it coming from someone that, you know, cause like I said, they have added stuff since it initially came out. So I'd be curious just to see how you feel about it as a full package, especially, you know, coming at it without that, 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 you know, that early, uh, I wouldn't say nostalgia, but you know, with those impressions from, it being a first VR title. You've tried so many VR titles at this point, so I'd like to see what you think of it coming into it from 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 that perspective. For sure, for sure. All right, well, let's go ahead and end this episode here. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, again, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and we are posting these on YouTube as well. So for anyone who prefers YouTube, um, you know, we're posting this along with some some gameplay videos and trying to grow that channel out. So leave us a review, subscribe on iTunes there or on YouTube, and we'd really appreciate it. And definitely give us feedback. We love hearing from you guys, and it's been awesome so far just connecting with so many Vive owners and so many, uh, so many different developers actually around the world. And so... Um, with that, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Friday and a great weekend. And we will talk to you again on Monday and we'll, with some more Vive and VR news. Take care and have a good one. Bye.